blog number 260 entitled A Better Measuring Stick. Finally, a chart that depicts exactly what I think about this topic. Please note the photo that is in conjunction with this blog. This is what should be standard things that are taught in high school and colleges as well. We as a society are far too hung up on job titles, positions, possessions, and the like. And viewing life in this mode changes the approach dramatically. Ironically, lots of people do come to this conclusion at some point, but unfortunately, it's usually later on in life. Why not save the headaches and heartache along the way and start thinking more appropriately about what we want out of life now? Seems like a much better approach to me. Like I always say, I have made these mistakes and I am speaking from experience. So here we go. I was in love with the idea that I was a pro racquetball player and you weren't. And by you, I mean everybody else. It was my differentiator. I thought that it made me special. Clawing and scratching my way into the top 20 in the world was a monumental task. And one of the main fuels for that journey was that I got to introduce myself as Darren Shank pro racquetball player. Most people had no idea that A, there was a pro racquetball tour, and B, that it was a dog and pony show masquerading as a real sport. I furthered that facade, talking about the U.S. Open Racquetball Championships being broadcast on the Tennis Channel and eventually on ESPN. I tried my best to boost the status of the sport, which in turn elevated my own status accordingly. It was all about my perception of my place in the world. The reality was I was unhappy throughout most of my racquetball career. I feel like I had this thought process of I made this choice, I made the sacrifices to make this happen, and I'm going to make it no matter what. I had unbending intent about this, and it almost ruined me in a way. I put entirely too much pressure on myself to reach goals and proved everybody that I was right to do this and that they were wrong for doubting me. They were wrong about me not making it to the top, that I would derail my college plans, their college plans, and I would be poor in the process and that I would be way behind starting my working career so much later and other disadvantages to go along with it. Admittedly, I did not handle the pressure of this very well. I pushed through all of it, tried to pack it down deep enough to not let it bother me. It did, and it manifested itself usually in anger. I should have retired at least a year before I did. When I finally did reach my breaking point, I was completely lost. I had no backup plan, and I was flat broke. I spent more money than I ever was close to making, chasing the dream that I had committed to so long ago. It took me a good six months to get my feet under me again and head down a different path that separated me from Darren Shank, pro racquetball player. That had been my identity for far too long, and I needed to rediscover who I was and, and, and the person that, would be, that I would become after retirement from that sport. My work career has been wide and varied, to say the least, and I never settled into one particular thing until recently. I did some form of sales or account management for several different companies in several different fields. In some ways, this is what taught me to not wrap up my identity in my job title or position. 
I was perpetually the new guy and therefore knew less about what I was doing than almost everybody around me. And by leaving a job after an average of 2.5 years, I never reached a comfort level in any of those roles. It was similar to my racquetball in, in career in the sense that I never felt like I was an expert at anything, and I always had to let others stand in the spotlight. Fast forward to today, and I have learned and a lot more and grown quite a bit. I have been in my current role with my company for the past 10 years and have been with the company since day one. My title has always been the same since inception, Vice President of Sales. In our first two years, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. In years three and four, we struggled to stay alive. I took a 50% pay cut, as did the rest of the management team, to try to keep the company going. Finally, by year five, we landed our first major deal and partnership, and finally, the industry started taking notice of us. Now I walk into a presentation for a Fortune 500 company with the confidence of someone that has a backstage pass. I present our services to the biggest companies in the United States, and I win far more often than any of my head-to-head -head competition. I am finally the one standing in the spotlight. I am, playing, I am the guy playing the matches on the showcase court with the cameras rolling. Having been through this has been a humbling experience, and I do my best to just introduce myself as Darren. I don't tack my last name and my job title in effort to impress anyone any longer. I have finally learned how much more impact something has when others consider it a differentiator when they figure it out later on versus me force feeding it to them. It is a clear sign of real confidence in who I am overall. I don't need to outshine everyone when I walk into the room. I am happy to sit in the back and take it all in and then walk up on stage when it's my turn to do so. I don't need to sit at the head of the table with the CEO. A side table with the rest of the crew is just fine by me and by the way is usually more fun as well. So when you see that second chart above, this is how I live my life now. I am far more focused on the quality of my life instead of the perception that others have it. I drive a car than, that most people would consider less than cool, and I, it's not as nice as the car I had when I was making $30,000 a year in my first post-pro racquetball job. I don't own a custom suit, and I sure as hell don't have a big expensive watch. I avoid the typical status symbols that so many, including my former self, get sucked into. I focus on doing things that make me happy and setting up my future to be as financially easy as possible. I want to have options when I retire, where to live, if I want to travel, and other great experiences to be added. Financial freedom affords a lot of choices, and that is my definition of rich. I don't need millions in the bank and to only travel by private jet. I don't want to party in Vegas in a cabana for a thousand bucks a day. I want to fly fish in Montana with my dad. My focus is now on doing what I want, not what others will think is cool. The chart at the top is, is how to structure a life of happiness. Focusing on the right things and the particular inward instead of outward will give you a good shot at achieving that happy life. If you are wrapped up in the trappings of success and your perceived image, you are easily impacted by the opinions of others. 
when you really have to tighten your life up, sorry, when you are really have to, your life tightened up, running smoothly, and are enjoying the life that you have now, you are winning. It doesn't matter what your address is, what car you drove to get there. Putting energy and effort into the things like your mental well-being, your health, and other areas that are not tied to your bank account will certainly be in your best interest. Please learn from my mistakes. Many people get sucked into that hedonic treadmill lifestyle. There is a link in the blog below so you can reference what that means. And they pay a heavy price until they learn to pull the plug and jump off of the machine. Stop allowing social media, movies, and God forbid, reality TV to be the measuring stick that you judge yourself and the world by. It is a path to moral and financial bankruptcy in most cases. Live below your means, invest for your future, and set yourself up for a life based on that second chart, not the first one. If your self-image is tied too closely to your job and the external trappings of success, you are vulnerable. Getting fired would be devastating, and it would crumble your world. If you have a job and a balanced life, you are likely to be far more resilient and adaptable. In my opinion, it's the only way to go. I wish you luck in your endeavors.